0: As-salamu alaykum viewers of Imam Hussein TV and welcome to tonight's show. Eternal Ethics, Forgiveness is a topic tonight. How do we forgive? A number of people quarrel with each other. Some people do not speak to each other. Brothers fighting with other brothers, husbands fighting with wives, ex-wives, ex-husbands, children... Families, communities, races, wars, creeds, societies. History dictates a number of occurrences where there have been wrongdoings, as it were. So, how does one forgive in this society? Is there a lack of forgiveness? With me tonight, we have Dr. Sayyid Aman Naqshwani. Asalaamu Alaikum. Wa
1: as-salam wa rahmatullah.
0: Once again, a privilege to have you on the show tonight. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, eternal Ethics, forgiveness. So with that in mind, I'd like to start the show off with one key uh, verse, as it were. Surah Zumar, verse 53. It reads as follows. Say, O my servants who have transgressed against themselves by sinning, do not despair of the mercy of Allah. Indeed, Allah forgives all sins. Indeed, it is He who is the forgiving, the merciful. With that in mind, what can you actually address in terms of this key verse of the Holy Quran that's just been read out as it were?
1: One of the most wonderful ethical traits that any human being can have, irrespective of whether they are a Muslim or a non-Muslim, is to be a forgiving personality, is to be a forgiving human being. Is to be somebody who manifests the forgiveness of God. For okay. well, the verse that you have quoted is probably one of the most beautiful verses on forgiveness that you'll ever come across in any religious text of any group of religious people in the world. If you were to break down chapter 39 verse 53 there's no way you'd have any fear of hell because you'll be saying that a Lord who's so forgiving there's only one way place where I'm going and that is heaven. One way. Because even the way God talks to us is a lesson for us in the way we should think of when forgiving others, without having a chip on one's shoulder when forgiving, mm-hmm. without thinking that we are so great because we've been forgiving, right? He still calls us his servants after we've transgressed against him so much. Ya My Ibad, not group of oppressors. Say to those servants of mine. And the fact that we're still in that world of abudiyah is an honor. Mm-hmm. Because really, we have not been just with our Lord. Say to my servants who have been extravagant in some of their behaviours. Extravagant? I've completely dismissed your legal system for 2, 3, 5, 10, 15 years and you've called it a bit of extravagance? What type of generous Lord do I have? Subhanahu. ما غرك بربك الكريم What makes you doubt that generous Lord? So the Quran says, say to my servants, and this verse opens up our discussion tonight because I think this verse should hopefully allow many of the viewers to forgive those who they've taken years to forgive by looking at the beauty of Allah's forgiveness. Say to my servants who have been a little extravagant against themselves, "Letaknato min rahmatillah." Do not. Be despondent of God's mercy. إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُ جَمِيعًا Allah forgives all sins.
0: SubhanAllah.
1: SubhanAllah. إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ For He is the most forgiving, the most
0: merciful. merciful.
1: I will repeat this many times in this series on ethics. There are certain ethical verses in the Quran like the verse we looked at with justice. This verse, other verses which should represent Islam. That other religions talk of a forgiving God. Other religions mention a forgiving Christ. But no one mentions a forgiving God, God. of Islam. Yes. People like to talk of the fact that Allah has al iqab. Allah most severe punisher. Well, God will punish those who have been unjust. There are countries in the world today that punish those criminals who have been unjust, who have raped children, who have spread drugs and destroyed people's lives. Yes. By the same time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 68 times in the Qur'an. How many? 68. 68 times in the Qur'an. Discusses divine forgiveness You see for example (laughs) All of the derivatives to keep reminding us That don't doubt My forgiving nature I'll forgive And I'll forgive all sins Therefore, that verse should begin to motivate us today because there are some viewers who have not forgiven their exes. There are some viewers who have not forgiven their parents. Sure. There are some viewers who have not forgiven their cousins. There are some viewers who have not forgiven friends. That verse should encourage us to become a forgiving community.
0: Okay, okay. Alhamdulillah. So, now. thank you for that. Brilliant introduction, as it were, and breakdown for that verse. Um, But are we a a forgiving Muslim? No. No?
1: We Muslims are not a forgiving community. (laughs) We're ruthless. We're not a forgiving community. If we remember you've done something years ago, we'll destroy you. And if we heard that you've done something recently, we'll destroy you. Eternal ethics—the basis of it—is willing to purify a heart full of malice, mm. hatred, animosity, animosity, anger. rebellion. The Muslim community sometimes is a microcosm of the macrocosm of the human community. That's an unforgiving community. That's Someone does something wrong, we don't forgive. But when People it's us, we it. beg. For forgiveness When others Ask us for forgiveness That listen I was wrong that day Please forgive me What I did I did not mean to do What I said I was wrong My attitude was wrong I'm not infallible I'm not error free mm-hmm. All of us have blips Give me a chance The Muslim community Is an unforgiving community Firstly It doesn't have the bedrock Of making 70 excuses Okay. Which is a bedrock for forgiveness. That sometimes when someone does something wrong, we say, Ya Allah, Recognizing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala soft-hearted. Many of us are hard-hearted. Mm-hmm. And while the Muslim community remains a community that's unforgiving, then we'll see trials and tribulations. Right. A community that is not willing to forgive one another's faults and is always ready to blaspheme or slander one another is the community that's not going to see blessings. Okay. Okay. Because they've drifted from the Quranic ethos and message. The Quranic ethos was that we're all God's creation. But that God recognizes we have the ability to sin. But he's always kept the door open for us Many of us shut the door on those who sinned Mm. We saw that there were members of our community Who in their teenage years dabbled with drugs We saw there were members in our community Who were in the world of the obscene Or the world of the lascivious Who drunk too much alcohol Committed adultery But we closed the door of forgiveness on them Even though our Lord kept it open Yes While we recognize That our Lord Has kept the door Of forgiveness open Then who are we To shut that door Absolutely Absolutely. The moment God shuts The door of forgiveness Then we shut So sincerely Muhammad If you're asking me Are we a forgiving community We're not a forgiving community Right Mm. I've seen it In my own career That there are moments Where people Will not let go of Say how could he say that How could he do that Buddy, firstly, nobody said that I'm Ma'soom. But secondly, you have a problem with my lecture, or you have an envy of my position, or my popularity, or my name, or my. Are you being someone who's attacking me and saying I will never forget such a thing because I wronged you, or because you have a problem with something else related to us? Now, you imagine that's just a micro thing. Yeah, imagine sure. on the macro level Absolutely. how many people are not forgiven? Even though they've changed. Mm -hmm. Many of us messed up in our teenage years. Many of us did wrong. Many of us did wrong in our 20s.
0: We have to keep the door of forgiveness open for each other. Okay, okay. Thank you for that. But is the Lord, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is He ghafoor? What does it exactly mean? Well, the root is to cover. Okay. So when
1: we're saying... It's God cover what I've done Open the door for me again You know he's Sattar al ayyub He covers one's faults You know people always ask me What would you say are two ingredients For success Islamically Okay. I'm like number one Recognizing that all Izzah Belongs to To Allah, Allah And all Izzah comes from Allah And secondly that if it wasn't For Allah covering my faults I wouldn't be where I am The root, therefore, is to ask Allah
0: to cover. Okay.
1: God, I messed up. Mm. I messed up.
0: Do not embarrass me.
1: Don't embarrass me. And don't just... I ask you not to embarrass me, but also, Ya Allah, please, cover
0: me with your glory. Yes, that grace.
1: Cover me with your grace. So the root Mm -hmm. indicates a covering which we seek. Libas there's a cover. Yeah. There's a libas, you so are istawatakum. There's a, a form of clothing that covers your private parts. There's a libas, which is, they call it as if it's a rish, you know, it beautifies you. Okay. Like feathers beautify right. certain animals. Yes, like yes. The peacock. The peacock. Mm, proud. There is. A libas known as taqwa Not a physical clothing No, The others are physical There's a spiritual garb Therefore when I say Astaghfirullah I'm saying Ya Allah Cover what I've done Wow But give me a spiritual garb Of returning In the favor of Not just Your favor But the favor of the muttaqin as well
0: Deep words Similarly, Sayyidina, is the Most High Lord Almighty, is He Tawwab? What what does that actually
1: mean? You're talking of a Lord who accepts repentance all the time. His Lord doesn't want to send you to hell. He gives you ample opportunities. You call Him Ghafoor. He's always forgiving. He's ready to cover up what you've done. Okay. You call him Tawwab. He's always accepting your repentance and your return because Tawbah. Okay. And if you're looking at derivatives such as words like Awab mm-hmm. to always be returning back to the path of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. When I say astaghfirullah <laughs> rabbi wa atubu alayh. Everyone understands as is I'm asking Allah for forgiveness. No. I ask you, O Allah, to cover what I've done. Return me to your glory and allow me to return with the garb of repentance. Therefore, when a person talks to Allah and recognizes that he is tawwab, recognizes that Allah always accepts our tawbah. If you have a tawbah that is a sincere tawbah, Uh not a tawbah the way it's like, you know what, I'm going to ask Allah to allow me back in and then I'm back out again to where I had asked him to forgive me for going to those areas, then no, that's not a sincere tawbah. When I therefore recognize that my Lord's forgiving and that my Lord keeps allowing me to return, why would I want to disobey that Lord? The test for me is when I see that he opens the door of forgiveness And allows me to return mm-hmm. Have I done the same with his creation That's the test It's one thing recognizing That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ghafoor That Allah is tawab Can you manifest them in your life Subhanallah, Subhanallah. When someone comes and tells you Muhammad I did something wrong Cover them bro Yeah Please, I was wrong. Do you allow me to return back into your life? I messed up. If you turn around and say no, then you've not understood the series and our point that has become a manifestation of Allah's name. Yes. Allah, we said, was adil. Establish adala. Mm-hmm. Allah, He said, was ghafoor. Be someone who provides maghfirah. Allah, who is said, is tawab, allow people to return.
0: Yes. That's
1: where the test is.
0: Okay, yeah. okay. And now just, all of Allah's names are beautiful, as it were. So is Allah Rahman and Rahim as well? And that's the beauty, the, the,
1: the silver lining.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Is that it's his mercy that gets us through all of this. Right. This is the silver lining. If we were to be God, judged by God's justice None of us will get to heaven It's because of his mercy His mercy And it's his mercy that ensures that we're forgiving So where's your mercy? Mm-hmm. When you recognize Allah is ghafoor And you recognize Allah is tawab And you recognize that Allah is rahman and rahim Then exhibit these in your life Be godly individuals on the earth What do you think it is that attracted people to certain personalities? It's when those personalities manifested godly attributes. Many times we hear that line. They manifested a godly attribute. What does that mean? I recognize that my Lord has forgiven the worst of the worst. There's a story in the Quran there was a man who they found used to... He used to dig the graves. Undertakers, They used to dig the graves. That's right. Yes. Yeah, and put the body in and so on. Yeah. They found that this man would have physical intercourse with dead bodies. I'm sure there's a word for it. Physical intercourse with the dead. When they found this person... How? He had come to the Holy Prophet Peace be upon him and his family And he had said to him that You know I've done something so bad I want God to forgive me But I doubt God will forgive me The Holy Prophet Peace be upon him his family Obviously knows these verses <laughs> He knows that Allah subhanahu Ta'ala said Tell my servants That you know what Don't worry I'll forgive all sins So he's like Don't worry God will forgive you What is it? What is it? Tell me What is it? He's like No 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 I don't really want to say There's no way God will accept. He's like, Habib, just go ahead and tell me. There's no way God's going to accept. He's like, well, if you tell us, then we'll see if there's a way. He's like, I'm the ones who dig up the graves, bury people. Last time there was this beautiful body of this girl. And I had physical intercourse with the dead body. The prophet said to him, leave, leave, get out. I feel the flames of hell about to touch me. Who would forgive this man? Nobody would. Who would forgive him? All of us would kick him out of our kingdoms, of our cities. Mm -hmm. Has Allah ever rejected one who has called out his name and has not forgiven him? This person went to the top of the mountain. He was bawling, crying. Crying non-stop. I ask you somebody who has slept with a dead body. You would think that that's the worst sin. No way can you be forgiving. No way. Who would forgive you? Allah forgives all sins. This person, one day the Jibra'il salam comes to the Holy Prophet peace be upon his family and tells him glad tidings. Allah has forgiven him because he sincerely repented for the sin that he's committed. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is willing to forgive somebody who slept or had physical intercourse with a dead body, how can I not forgive my relative who did not invite me to a wedding? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you hear people saying, you ask them, why don't you speak with your relatives anymore? You know what, they didn't invite me to a wedding. Or they called me late. Or on Eid, they came two days later than they should have. Or, or or. it's not that bad. You break up a whole family, a whole community on the basis of these fickle things that your kids cannot even play with their cousins anymore because of your lack of forgiveness for one another. Ahlulbayt, alayhi wasalam, always in their life would stress that keep on trying to find the doors of forgiveness for those who have wronged you. You look throughout their lives... Therefore, part of the eternal ethics lessons is that if my Lord is so willing to forgive somebody like this Quranically, then why am I not willing to forgive those who have had misdemeanors less than this?
0: Yes, yeah. alhamdulillah. So, with that in mind, the action of sinning. And now let's bring in a, an in a ingredient of knowledge yeah. and Consciousness. Does the consciousness or, level of human of, or the level of knowledge in a human have a role on the repercussions on that sin?
1: I think there is a difference between someone who commits a sin arrogantly and someone who does it negligently.
0: What about knowingly?
1: Knowingly, where their conscience doesn't tell them anymore, that this is wrong, mm-hmm. you are in a dark pit. You're in trouble. Knowingly, but inside, you still feel some guilt. Right. The doors of forgiveness are still open. I see. You see, we discuss on many shows and many lectures which have been given the difference between Nafs al-Ammara, Nafs al-Lawwama, Nafs al Nafs is that divine... Status Where you become the manifestation Of God's attributes on the earth You've reached a level where You want to see the manifestation of forgiveness Hussein bin Ali in Karbala You want to see the manifestation of justice Ali son of Abu Talib You want to see the manifestation of Being Jawad Muhammad bin Ali al-Jawad In Baghdad You want to see the manifestation of Sari' al-Ridha Ali ibn Musa So that's Al-Mutma'inna Al-Lawama Is I'm still a sinner But I feel guilt when I do something. Okay. So there's this feeling that, okay, you know, we may have all, we may have all, there are some guys these days who are in the world of drugs. Some mm-hmm. are doing weed, marijuana. Yeah, yeah. Some are, you know, balloons. And sure. I never thought a balloon could help, you know, a person get stoned. But hey, that's that's the world that we live in. <laughs> um, and there's still a sense of guilt in the morning after. There's still a sense that I've, see, I, I, I sometimes think, when Allah Subhanahu wa taala is angry with us when we sin we know that it doesn't harm him in any way us sinning okay i think he's angry that we have disrespected our nafs, nafs. that he's given us yes that you could do much better than that i have given you part of the divine spirit that's what you do with it come
0: on yeah
1: so Allah Subhanahu wa taala doesn't affect him but for us, if there's still that guilt, the doors of forgiveness are still open. Amara, however, Nafsul okay. Amara is a different story. Nafsul Amara is when, like, bro, who cares? God and Day of Judgment and all of that stuff. Let's just have a good night. Mm-hmm. Let's just do all of this. Let's, that person is in a state. But I will say something. Okay. There have been people in that state, uh-huh. they could still find their way back. Yeah. Yeah. Is it linear? As in, do you go from. Amara, to No. Oh, there are some who, in a split second, went from being on the depths of Jahannam to all of a sudden being Ansar al-Hussein. Yes. It okay. can happen. Right. Really. But it can. But it can. There are some famous personalities who were in the, in the depths of darkness in terms of sin, who ended up being God's greatest worshippers. It can happen. But while a person admits, and that's the beauty of du'as like du'a tawbah mm-hmm. I love du'a tawbah of Imam Zain al-'Abidin, because du'a tawbah of Imam Zain al-'Abidin shows you ethically the meaning of forgiveness and how God's doors always open for you, but you've just got to talk to God. Yes. Admit your weakness. Sure. This is a big thing. I admit to Allah subhanahu wa taala that I have faults. I have weaknesses. There are moments where I'm not strong enough. To stay away from sin. Help me. Keep the door open for me. Because without you, I am nothing. Mm-hmm. That admitting makes a big difference. Dua al-Tawbah of Imam Zain al-Abidin. Many people only recite it in Shahar Ramadan. Yeah. 23rd night of Ramadan, for example. You see people who read Dua tawbah Dua Makarim lakhlaq. Not just that. We have Dua al-Tawbah. We have Ghusl Toba. tawbah There's mm-hmm. a Ghusl of tawbah Ghusl of tawbah is when a person says... I've been on the drink for months. I've been on the drink for years. Today, I'm going to have a fresh ghusl. Wash myself thoroughly as a metaphor for washing away my sins. So we have ghusl at tawbah. We have dua at tawbah. Mm -hmm. If Allah has given us so many of these, how could we not be forgiving to people?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Look, forgiving to people doesn't mean I be lovey-dovey with them Bro, you know what, I forgive you now, let's hang out Let's go to each other's weddings, let's love joke. But just keeping the door of mercy open Because that one door of rejection, of forgiveness Can cause repercussions and dangers in society Right The mosque is split The community is split But a door of forgiveness can bring a softness in society
0: Shukran say it now, Inshallah, we'll go for a break See you right back, Inshallah yeah. Mm. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to our live show. Eternal ethics, forgiveness. Assalamu alaikum. Alaykum assalam
1: <laughs> barakatuh. <laughs> Senna,
0: just uh, going back to the points that you mentioned earlier on. So we've gone through the um, narration um, points, as it were, of the qualities of forgiveness, as it were. Now we're just going into the point of do why do the prophets ask for forgiveness? when they are, are Masum first and foremost? They
1: teach us how to ask for forgiveness. Otherwise, how would me and you speak to God? Mm-hmm. Is there anyone better than those chosen by God to teach us how to talk to God and how to ask for forgiveness from God? You know, wh- when we were younger, we got to school and you know you've, you've been naughty. Um, your parents will be like, you go to that teacher and you apologize properly. Yes. Say, Sir, I'm sorry, I promise I won't do it again. Please give me one more chance. Showing an etiquette. We wouldn't do that. We just go up to the teacher and say, I'm sorry, but when your parents gave you an etiquette, mm-hmm. you look at dua kumayl, amir al mu'mineen. What is it? People think because Imam Ali is a sinner that he's talking to God and saying, Allahumma ghfirli dinubalati, jahbisud dua because he's a sinner. He's teaching me and you the way the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, taught us how to pray. The Holy Prophet yes. would say "Assalamu salamu alayka nabi was saying salam to himself He's teaching me how to talk to Allah subhanahu yeah, wa ta'ala Yes. And likewise with these du'as Dua is Not Imam Zain al abidin's a sinner Dua Yastashir Dua Mashlul mm-hmm. Dua Abu Hamza Dua Jawshan Al-Kabir All of these Dua Kumail Dua Tawassun Dua nudbah, All of these are teaching us how to talk to Allah Yes I defy anyone to show me the etiquette of talking to Allah by personalities living in the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa the way Ahlul Bayt talk to Allah. I don't just respect Ahlul Bayt because they're the Prophet's family. Any Tom, Dick and Harry can tell you Imam al Hasan, Imam Al-Hussein are the grandchildren of the Prophet. And any Tom, Dick, and Harry can tell you that I respect them and they're on top of my head and they're the best of people and they are meant to be honored and so on. But I don't respect them because they're the grandchildren. I respect them because when I wanted to see spirituality, there was no door that I could knock on except theirs. You show me a companion of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon me, his family. Who left any supplication behind with the quality of Mm -hmm. of dua kumail or dua yastashir or dua makarim al akhlaq or dua sabah? Mm -hmm. Show me! Show me so I can follow them! You can show me people who lived around the Prophet who turned out to be politicians, people who turned out to be commanders of army, but none of them have left behind a supplication to talk to Allah. None of them! How could someone 20 years earlier Was bearing his daughter alive <laughs> And another one who was bowing down before idols Yes How can he be the same as the one brought up In a house which inherited Abraham's legacy Therefore for us It's an honor That we read Al-Muhammad Salawatullah The way they talk to Allah And the etiquettes they've shown us
0: Okay, okay. Going into the social Um Aspects, as it were, of tonight's show. We've got a, a question. Uh, unfortunately, um, his username Sammy. Sami. He's a drug addict. And he's been a drug addict for years. And at the same time, he's also got an addiction to pornography. What would you say about that in terms of him coming closer to Allah? We're no
1: one to judge him. There's too many people who think they're Maliki Yawmuddin. <laughs> In the Muslim world. Yeah. And all I can say to Sami is, firstly, thank you for your message. Secondly, you're at a spiritual level that's still okay because you're still reflecting on your sins. There are people out there who sin who don't care.
0: Yes, yes.
1: There are Muslims out there who believe that the way they look religious externally, even if they have the worst hearts, even if they have the unbelievable amounts of envy, they think they can get away with it. No, you don't get away with it. The Ba'atan is as vital as the Zahir. Mm. And when Sami says to me that he's a drug addict, Sami, there's ways of working on this. Don't think that Allah subhanahu wa Taala doesn't recognize your plight. He does. And don't think that Allah subhanahu wa Taala does not look at you graciously. He still will. But you've got work on yourself as well. Take yes. one step to Allah, Allah will take ten back towards you. And if there's an addiction to pornography, you're not the first, then you won't be the last. Yes. There are millions out there, both people of religion and people outside of religion, who find that they have no boundaries to sexual pleasure, mm-hmm. no limits, and that they could satisfy themselves in every way that they want. Whereas we say that there are certain boundaries. Yes, yes. Don't suppress it. Don't want to suppress a natural instinct, but you also don't want to go to an extreme because I think sure. everyone recognizes that extreme in anything is unhealthy. It's, yeah. But Sami, if you doubt, God will forgive you. I told you earlier, there was a guy sleeping Mm. with a physical relationship with a dead body and God forgave him. You're in the world of drugs, the world of porn, immoral, no doubt. But hopefully a world which, if he leaves his details afterwards, we will endeavor to help, inshallah.
0: Okay, inshallah. That brings us nicely onto this point of the types of istighfar. Mm. How many types of istighfar are there, Seda?
1: Well, there's, there's an istighfar which is recommended Okay There's istighfar which is wajib Then there is an istighfar which I think is forbidden And there's debate surrounding it So, recommended istighfar in mm-hmm. Salat al-Witr of Salat al-Layl Okay You know, it's recommended right. to do istighfar yes. A number of istighfars mm-hmm. You know, you ask for forgiveness of
0: people That's right, 40 more minimum. Yeah.
1: And that's the beauty of Salat al-Layl mm. That in Salat al-Layl, you end up asking for forgiveness of people. It's as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inculcates that ethical trait in you without you knowing.
0: Subhanahu that your worst
1: enemies, their picture comes up in your head and you're like, okay. فلان, <laughs> and that's a wonderful spiritual moment. I don't think any of us, and me included, have ever fathomed the spiritual wonder of Salat al-Layl, of Namaz al-Shab. And there are traditions that also indicate to us, that if you commit a sin, if, as long as by night time you've asked for forgiveness, yes, Allah yes, will yes, delete yes. it. There are traditions right. along those lines. Yes, and there yeah. are traditions from the Holy Prophet, peace be upon his family, where he says the kafara for our sins mm-hmm. in the daytime is salat al-layl. Okay. It deletes them. Not an excuse, by the way. There'll be no, some no, viewers no, no, out no. there no. thinking, you know what, let's just make sure we get back home in time. Yeah, And we don't want to go towards that direction. So there's a recommended istighfar. A Recommended istighfar would be qanot um, of salat al witr after tasbihat al arba Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Wa la ilaha Allah akbar. In 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 salat, then at the end we always say, Astaghfirullah Rabbi, Wa Atubu ilay. For example, um, those would be definitely the recommended. Uh-huh. So they're the mustahab ones. Yeah, mustahab. Then you have obligatory. Right. Let me give you an example of a wajib istighfar. We mentioned in our show on justice Mm -hmm. that the Arabs would tell their wives, zihar, you are to me like the The back of my mum. If you can't pay the kafara for that, then the kafara would go towards istighfar. So it would be wajib for you.
0: Right.
1: Even in hajj time, there are certain things if they're repeated a couple of times, you may end up having to do istighfar as as a uh, kafara. kafara. Forbidden, they say, to pray for the hypocrites and those pagans. That's forbidden. That's forbidden.
0: Any any hypocrite.
1: Yeah, they they normally base it on um, the verse in Surah to Toba Surah nine, verse one one three to one one four. Which discusses the uncle of Ibrahim and discusses the Holy Prophet It is not fitting for the Prophet and those who believe to ask for forgiveness for the polytheists Even I if they see. were relatives or near ones to them As Abu Lahab was of course a near one to the Holy Prophet Um so, even Ibrahim with his uncle, he had promised his uncle, you know, i ask for your forgiveness, but the uncle turned out to be an enemy of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ta'ala. So, you got recommended istighfar, mm-hmm. wajib istighfar, and forbidden
0: istighfar. Okay, thank yeah. you for that. Um, the actual nights now for istighfar. Are there any designated nights? Are there best nights? It's beautiful and I think
1: these nights, you know, such such as Laylatul Uh Qadr These nights such as Thursday night
0: Mm -hmm.
1: These nights such as the night of Ashura You know, a night where people, or the day of Ashura, where people do A'mal of Ashura Uh These are to remind us not just that Allah is all-forgiving but that now you should let bygones be bygones Don't sit there saying, Ya Allah, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. And your cousin is literally five seats away from you. And when he asks you for forgiveness, you never forgive. You've got the the whole conundrum wrong. Mm -hmm. The equation you've messed up. The equation was, if I can ask Allah for forgiveness, then I should forgive the creation. So on these nights, take advantage of the fact that Allah's door of forgiveness is always open by opening to others as well.
0: Okay, one of the most quoted... Points of Istighfar in a dua invocation form is Astaghfirullah Rabbi wa atubu ilayh. What does this actually mean? And does it have any conditions?
1: I seek forgiveness from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and now I am returning back onto His path. The main condition is that you've regretted what you've done before. The main lesson is that when Allah has allowed you back in, start forgiving others and allowing them in.
0: Okay, okay. So one should ponder actually.
1: This is what's the problem in the Muslim Hmm. community. Is that there are a lot of rituals that are done without reflection.
0: Reflection.
1: I am now coming to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the 23rd night of Shahar Ramadan, Laylatul Qadr. اللهم اغفر للذنوب التي تنزل اللهم اغفر للذنوب التي تحبس الدعاء اللهم اغفر لكل ذنب and I've got for example somebody there from my friends they've asked for a year for two years please forgive me I was wrong and you'll say I'll never forgive them no chance I'll forgive them this is not Islamic ethics right Islamic ethics is to try and always Have that mercy in your heart To welcome them back Not for their sake For Allah Difference If it's for them You'll find it hard But you're saying Ya Allah You told me you love those who forgive Forgive. I want to be in the echelons of those who forgive Mm, You want to embody (laughs) that quality I want to embody Why? Yes. Ya Muhammad If me and you now we're both lovers of Ahlul bayt insha'Allah, sure and we've both, both done ziyarah. We've both done Hajj. We've the Quran, but we've got this problem with each other, and we both think we're going to Jannah. Listen, bro, if you're in Jannah, I don't want you. To, I don't want to go. <laughs> and you're probably thinking, if I'm in Jannah, you don't want to go. Either we sort out things now, <clears throat> or there's a good chance we're going to be waiting a long time. Right. Have you ever thought of the fact that there are people in this world you don't really like? Yes. The same method as you, same school as you, uh-huh. love Ahlul Bayt as much as you. How are you two going to be in Jannah together? Now you might be able to say that, listen, I'm going to buy a part of Jannah that they're not going to come near me. <laughs> There's no way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lets a person to Jannah who still has that in their heart. Look at the Ahlul Bayt alayhi salam, the person who came sincerely to them to ask for forgiveness. It makes a difference. I'm not talking those who continue to be arrogant. Those who can actually came to an answer. They didn't keep it in their heart. They didn't say you wronged me. How dare you? Who do you think you are? The doors are open.
0: Okay, alhamdulillah. Thank you for that. 10 minutes left in tonight's show. Mm. um, still a few more questions to get through. Um, How forgiving really were the prophets of God? they were. They want to be. I mean, many, many, it's not easy. many examples in the Holy Quran.
1: Mm. What's your favorite example of a prophet in the Quran, on, in terms of how forgiving he was?
0: Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala towards which the. Which prophet? prophet? Yeah, which Yunus prophet in the Quran islam comes to mind? Which
1: prophet in the Quran do you find that he was forgiving to uh, maybe family members or to or people who had wronged him when he was younger? Is there any prophet that Musa, comes to mind?
0: Islam.
1: I'd say definitely you'd look at Yusuf.
0: Mm -hmm. Of course his brothers
1: Yusuf's forgiveness was Divine That was divine That that was a real lesson Because listen His brothers have messed up his life We don't forgive people Because they mm, Gave us a cheap gift His brothers caused him to Be arrested His brothers caused him To be in prison His brothers caused him To not see his dad For his whole youth I ask everybody when you claim to love Nabi Yusuf and you claim to be a follower of Nabi Yusuf do you have the forgiveness in you similar to Yusuf when his brothers recognized that it was Benjamin and Yusuf there? Do you have that same forgiveness? There are many of us who hear these stories it doesn't affect us. There are some of us who hear stories of prophets forgiving we don't forgive our parents if they wronged us. No one's saying to you that they're going to be amazing when you forgive them. Do it for Allah's
0: sake. Yes.
1: So when I look at the story of Nabi Yusuf I love that story because Nabi Yusuf with all his trials and tribulations, he could have easily pointed out one of them and said, you know what? You messed me up that day. You were rude to me that day. You were arrogant towards me that day. You always open your big mouth. You're... No. la ta'thriba alaykum اليوم. Same words the Prophet, peace be upon his family, used the day of the opening of Mecca. How much Abu Sufyan wronged the Prophet? How much Wahshi the, uh, killed the uncle of the Prophet Hamza? Prophet could have easily said, as some would do, put them down on the ground, now behead them. If he was a man who spread the religion by the sword, could have beheaded them. He could have finished their lives. لا تثريب عليكم Today is a day of mercy, not a day of slaughtering. (laughs) So these prophetic examples are not just stories on the manabir we hear in Muharram. The aim, insha'Allah, is to implement
0: them. Yes, 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 absolutely. Um, Now we've mentioned names that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has. Ghaffur, Tawwab, Rahman. Raheem What are the best words To ask when Allah When when asking for God's forgiveness The best words would be The manner The action as it were How How do we
1: Excellent question
0: How do we actually Go about Humbling ourselves
1: You're humbling yourselves And talking to Allah Humble yourselves With those who seek Your forgiveness first Don't be humble Before Allah And then with others You suddenly become arrogant When there's when they're in their weak moment, when someone's in a weak moment, they're like, Bro, I'm sorry. Sister, I'm sorry. And the best words to use when talking to Allah the du'as of Ahlulbayt. Bayt, the du'as of the Quran. I'd say there's one in particular La ilaha illa and Subhanak. To admit that I was unjust. La ilaha illallah.
0: Subhanallah. The famous Dhikr from... Nabi Yunus.
1: That has many secrets behind it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, yes. Alhamdulillah. Um, You've mentioned about Mm. Salat al-Tahajjud. But if we can just revert back, say now, how great is a night prayer when forgiving and seeking forgiveness
1: you know, you want to forgive somebody, you know, there are, there are moments where people wonder have they been forgiven by anybody over acts that they had performed? And you find that Salat al-Layl is where you can forgive people without them knowing. Wow. It's beautiful. Wow. It's, you don't forgive people showing off. There are people who like to forgive others, but you have to bring the whole clan, the whole tribe, the whole community, and then I will say, okay, I forgive you. Then there are those who forgive, not looking for fame, not looking for anything in return, purely for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I did not worship you out of fear of hell, for it's the worship of a slave. Nor did I worship you, O Allah, because I wanted heaven. For it's the worship of a businessman. Mm. I worship you because I found you worthy, worthy. of being worshipped. That's the worship of a free human New. being. When I forgive, I become free. Excuse the tattoos on my hands, which say both words <laughs> forgive, free. When I forgive, I become free. free. When you don't forgive, you're still in shackles, even if they're not literal chains. You can't let go. Negative energy I don't need. Mm-hmm. You know what? We're all fallible. It's okay. You don't even have to say sorry to me. اغفر. اغفر. Ya Allah forgive so and so. Ya Allah forgive so and so. Forgive me. استغفر الله I could say to you العفو 300 times in Namaz al <laughs> Sorry. 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 But why is it when someone says to me I don't listen? In Salat al-Layl when, my, when I'm telling my Lord العفو I'm Sorry. I'm expecting my Lord to answer me. But when people say to me, after they say sorry to me, no, I don't care what stories they have. No. Habibi, we as Muslims, it's not the length of our beards, It's not the tightness of our hijabs. It's not the subha that we have in our hands. It's the soft-heartedness that is fundamental.
0: Okay, okay. We've got about three minutes left, here. Now. Um... There's a question from Ali uh, saying that my parents have robbed me. I find it very hard to forgive them. Yes. And what would you say to him? And he hasn't alluded to what uh, the reasons are, and that's, to be fair, ir- irrelevant.
1: Whose parents haven't wronged them? Yeah. Parents aren't perfect, and you're not per- mm. perfect. I'm sure you wronged your parents Absolutely. a lot. I'm sure there were nights your parents spent awake. While you were comfortable. Yeah. Therefore, look at those who've been wronged before you, like the Bayt were wronged by many, but they kept the door of forgiveness open. Inshallah, Ali, you can keep that door of forgiveness open for your parents as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And hopefully
1: that will bring a change in both your lives.
0: Okay, final two points here now before we close um, tonight's show. Um, is it not that we're seeking to be a manifestation of God's names when we forgive? So that's just the first question. And also, arguably, the greatest moment of forgiveness occurs on the 10th of Muharram, between Hur and Imam Hussein in Islam. So if you can close with that and just before that, if we can talk about maybe oh. the manifestation of... bit,
1: are the manifestation of the names of Allah on earth. And none more pure, none more beautiful than Hussein bin Ali al-Karbala. No doubt. Not just Hur. There were more than Hur who came to his side. There were over 20 who joined him on the morning of the 10th of Muharram. Didn't say no to any of them. Welcome. They blocked water from his children. Didn't say no. They caused fear in the hearts of his sisters. Didn't say no. They are the ones who would lead to the eventual hate shown towards his family in Kufa and Didn't say no. Who am I to say no when my Lord, after every verse which mentions punishment, says, but I am forgiving? In the Quran, you see a verse on punishment, then you say, but Allah is forgiving. In the Quran, when there are certain Sharia codes which people attack, Allah says, but the best thing for you to do is not to implement the Sharia code. But the best thing for you to do is to try and find a way of forgiving the people. Imam al-Hussein in one afternoon taught a lesson for all of us. Not the beauty of your voice in Quran or how many hajj you've been to. Are you willing to forgive someone when they ask you for forgiveness? And that's why you found Hur bin Yazid al in tears when he saw how soft-hearted Imam al-Hussein was. He welcomed him. He forgave him. He buried him, he looked after him. You will never see an eternal ethical lesson on forgiveness like Imam al Hussein's lessons on the 10th of Muharram.
0: Yeah, Asante shukran, and it's been an honor and a privilege, uh, personally, I'm My sure pleasure. for Imam Thank Hussein you. TV and also the viewers to have you on um, this great show. And I'd like to say, show. Con- considering we're discussing yes. the
1: eternal ethic of forgiveness. Please forgive me. Please forgive us in any Allah. way if we've ever offended you or hurt you. In any way whatsoever. We're fallible human beings and we hope that you would forgive us in the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you hope that you
0: have forgiveness from him. Inshallah, ilahi, abi.
1: Thank you for listening to our podcast. We encourage you to look at our audio library for more content on Quran, ethics lifestyle and
0: spirituality imam hussein TV3 your gateway to karbala